1: Going to come back to the near side, pick six.
0: And welcome back to this Christmas edition of Pacific Point of View. I'm Tyler Budge.
1: I'm Aiden Weber. I'm Colt Almodova.
0: And you guys might be wondering, wow, Christmas edition? What are you talking about, guys? It's December seventh. Well, we're not gonna be back until man, I when when does the uh,
1: January I, like twenty something? It's twenty something. Programming doesn't start until a couple weeks into oh, the semester. So
0: after everything. It's, yep. it's gonna be it's gonna be a minute. But uh, just preparing for you guys for that. It's gonna be a jam-packed show. We got a lot to talk about, a lot of ground to cover. But let's start with what surprised us from Oh no. The
2: live, the live video, video, has, video stopped. has
0: ended. It's okay. We'll we'll get that started back up. Apologies. My Wi-Fi's been being weird all day. Maybe I should turn it off. Uh, Wi-Fi's uh, live's going back on. Anyways, let's talk about our surprises as soon as we hit the sound button.
2: You surprised? <laughs> Surprise, Eddie. <daddy? laughs> If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet. I wouldn't be more surprised than I
0: am right now. All right, while the live gets booted back up, Colt, what surprised you from this last week?
2: Uh, The Pac-12 doesn't need USC and UCLA. Okay, we got Dion to Colorado, and Utah wins the Pac-12 champ. We're good. We don't need them. It's going to be an exciting conference going into next year and the following seasons.
1: I second that. You know what? I was thinking... You know, USC to the CFP was going to be good for the conference. They're not really in the Pac-12. I mean, they're they're Mickey Mouse Pac-12 mem- members yeah, at this point. True. So I think Utah winning was actually good for the conference. But, you know, what surprised me is that USC and TCU lost. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Kansas State beating the Horn Frogs, I, I did predict that, but it, someone else did too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, did, I did. You picked yeah. Kansas State as well? Okay. I was surprised both lost, and I thought – there was a slight chance the committee was actually going to put Bama in, and thankfully they did not. Kudos and, to them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think they got the right four. But my surprise, um, Fresno State and Troy absolutely steamrolled their opponents. I thought Fresno State would win. I didn't think they'd dominate. And I thought Coast Carolina would show up with some more passion than they did. But uh, apparently uh, Jamie Caldwell was uh, on the way out already. Uh, more on that when we get to our coaching carousel later today. But let's go ahead and talk about who was eating their
1: Wheaties this last week.
0: Better get your whole grain. I better eat my Wheaties. Hayden, who eating their Wheaties?
1: I'm going to go with Utah safety. RJ Hubert had a team-high nine tackles Woo. in the conference championship game and the game-sealing interception off Caleb Williams to seal the deal for the Utes.
0: Fun fact about RJ Hubert, he attended Moapa Valley High School, which is in Las Vegas, or near Las Vegas, in Nevada.
1: Wow. Yeah,
0: same high school as Gannon, so that's how we knew that. Oh, sweet. Gannon always says, oh, that guy went to my high school.
1: I thought you were about to say Hawaii, and I was like, why is he not going (laughs) nuts over here?
0: (laughs) No, not not that. Gannon's going nuts at home. He's definitely listening.
2: He has to be, right? I was going crazy uh, over uh, Cameron Lockridge, the former University of Hawaii football player who's Whoa. now a DB on Fresno State. Let's—he had two picks this weekend against Boise State. Pretty impressive. I don't necessarily remember this happening at UH, UH, but better late than never, I guess. There you go. I saw Nick Mardner.
0: Is it? He has yes. entered the transfer portal. Former Hawaii player. Come back home. Come, Come back. back home. Will accept him. Um, Wheaties Player of the Week, Money Parks. Also one of the coolest names. Uh, wide receiver for Utah, four receptions, 88 yards, and one awesome touchdown catch. Right after the Ty Jordan and Aaron Lowe tribute at that game, he had that insane broken tackle touchdown. How about that? Let's talk about uh, fruit loop, fruit cake, fruit cake is the. Let's Christmas, go fruit cake. The Christmas item. People were eating their fruit cake this week. Cole, who's eating their fruit cake? Uh,
2: USC rushing was eating their fruit cake, but. The most, the biggest thing that sold this weekend was the straw I got in Vegas on the Strip. I, I had this pina colada drink that was like, I don't know, 24 ounces. One of those really yeah. tall uh, plastic tubes. And my straw didn't work, so I had to I like walked halfway down. And then I had to walk all the way back to get a new straw because I was just sucking wind. And I wasn't getting pina colada, <laughs> but, you know, it all worked out. Uh, can't say the same for USC, though.
1: Yeah. It was... Uh... <laughs> It was a I mean that's brutal, but how about Valparaiso getting absolutely steamrolled by New Mexico State sixty five to three? <laughs> Their running back Aaron Dawson had thirteen carries for seventeen yards. Wow. That is brutal. I don't care how bad your O line is, that's just that's hard to do in like Madden when you're playing on the hardest difficulty. Yeah. You know, that is <laughs> that it's is new, rough. New era
0: for New Mexico State football. Yeah. Pretty exciting. Um my Fruit Loop Fruit sorry, Fruit Cake player of the week, gotta say Christmas themed here. Um is a guy it's also related to Vegas. Uh Cam Rising. Um you can do college ball player props in Las Vegas. And so over thirty five and a half rushing yards with Cam Rising, oh, that's the lock of the century. He always scrambles and makes big plays late game against big teams. He had eighteen rushing yards. Ugh. Oh. Eighteen. Uh, so Cam Rising sold. I did make up the money because I did that Utah-Kansas State parlor. So yes, it wasn't a total loss. Colt, go ahead and slap on those headphones for me. Oh, me uh, We've got a special surprise <laughs> for you guys. I'm good. We've got oh! some Christmas music. <laughs> it is the Christmas special. How about that? Welcome to the Christmas quiz. We have got a lineup of six questions, and of course, the tiebreaker question, the ever-important, you guys can play along at home as well. Um, let's start with, uh, the first question. Which country did eggnog come from? Is it A, England, B, Belgium, C, Guam, or D, the United States? I got, my I got mine too. You guys have your answers? Yep. Okay. Three, two, one. Belgium. Belgium. Belgium is an excellent guess. However, that is incorrect. It was England. Uh-huh. England. Sometimes... That was
1: my second choice.
0: Sometimes the most obvious one
1: is the easiest. You said excellent.
0: <laughs> cool, got it. All right, anyways, second question here in this first batch of two. Um, looks like we had another Belgium guess in the chat. Madeline said USA. Very wrong. Um, Down <laughs> <laughs> What year was the first college football game played on Christmas? Is it A, 1914, B, 1899,
2: C, 1922,
1: or D, 1969?
2: Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I got mine. I got mine, too. Okay.
0: Three, two, one. 69. 1899. You said 1899. You said 69. Yeah. 69 was a red her- herring, clearly, Hayden, come on. Ah. Uh, it was not 1899 either, it was 1922. What? This is probably more disappointing for Colt than anyone, as he had stardom in the last quiz we had. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: I know Thanksgiving, I don't know Christmas, apparently. <laughs> See, I was thinking, you know, old school, they weren't, you know, so keen to play on, like, holidays, so yeah. I was trying to go most recent year, but you but... fell
2: for the 69?
1: Yeah, that wasn't why I took it, but... Uh, yeah, you know what I mean?
0: That's why yeah. I avoided it. Hey, you know what? It's it's okay, guys. There's four more questions in this quiz to make it up, and a potentially a tiebreaker if you guys both go over four, so right. it, it is A-okay. Um, let's jump forward from that, and we are going to talk about uh, the coaching carousel because, my oh my, Oof. you guys already mentioned it earlier, Dion Sanders to Colorado. Got to make an instant impact.
1: Yeah, I mean, people say weird fit, but... Deion Sanders seems like one of those guys who is kind of immune to the whole bad fit thing. I just feel like with Dion, wherever he goes, he's going to recruit. It could be, you know, South Dakota, Wyoming. I mean, he's going to pull five-star players. He's going to bring all this attention. And, you know, he's the right guy at the right time for Colorado. They got their guy. Um, he's building an elite coaching staff. He pulled yes. Sean Lewis from yes. Kent State, their head coach. Of an FBS Division One program to be an offensive coordinator—that's unbelievable. It's a power move. That's what that is. Yeah, I mean Dion—he's bringing Shador in. You've heard, you heard—you heard him say it in the locker room speech. He's got luggage, and it's Louis. So um, Colorado is going to be definitely kind of maybe playing for a bowl game next year, and I am so hyped for Week Two when they play Nebraska at home. I mean Folsom is going to be rocking. Great hire for the Buffs. Yep. I'm very excited for next year's
2: Heisman race. I mean, maybe it's Caleb Williams versus Shadour Sanders versus Arch Manning, maybe. Michael Penix Jr. is coming there's back. There's a lot of cool names. Colorado is the litest program in the country right now. Wow. Uh, there's a lot of money coming to Colorado probably within the next few months. So uh, pretty cool. Hopefully, maybe there's there can be a Hawaiian on this team so I can root for this team. Oh, that we'll keep an eye on
0: on that, DJ Uyungle, maybe?
2: Come to Hawaii. I want him.
0: <laughs> um, anyways, we have a few other moves. Tom Herman to Florida Atlantic. Rest in yeah. peace, Georgia Southern. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Cat- Chadwell, out of nowhere, from Coastal to Liberty, kind of feels like a Why? lateral move. Doesn't doesn't feel like
1: a crazy only th- Yeah, the only thing I can think of is he sees that, you know, Hugh Freeze left that program in pretty good shape. Where it might be, they might have slightly more resources at Liberty too than Coastal. Yeah. So, I don't know. I def, I agree. I definitely think it's a, a lateral move at best.
2: It's got to be a financial thing because I remember Liberty was able to offer Freeze a pretty big contract, yeah. mm. and so I, maybe Coastal just doesn't have the money. He could right. Be
0: getting that money. Uh, Seth Luttrell fired out of nowhere after making the CUSA title game.
1: If you're North Texas, what better? Who are you going to get that's better than Seth Luttrell? I mean, I remember a couple years ago, he was a candidate to get, like, a Power 5 job. Yeah. I mean, he was a candidate in the ASU search when they hired Herm Edwards. Weird move. I hate it. Same vibes as
2: uh, Arroyo getting fired at UNLV. It's like, you guys had a pretty good season. Why are you getting fired? Questionable firings.
0: And then the biggest one, probably, uh, that catalyzed this other move. Scott Satterfield to Cincinnati out of nowhere. And then Jeff Brom says, oh, vacancy at Louisville. Thank you very much. He leaves Purdue.
1: Yeah, I mean, for for Cincinnati, I think they could have done much better than Satterfield. Satterfield was getting chased out of Louisville, anyways. Yeah, people didn't like him there, and um, you know he he saw an opportunity to leave and he left. So um, he's inheriting a good situation in Cincy, but we'll see we'll see if he can sustain it there. And then Brom to Louisville, I mean, a plus higher for them. Yeah, a plus
2: for me though. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like with Purdue being in the Big Ten. Maybe that's more appealing to stay in that conference than going to Louisville, who's going to be on the outside of the Big Ten, and the SEC, where the money's at right now? I think it could be a good sign.
0: Good sign that Brom was going to do that. The, the context there is Brom did play quarterback at Louisville back in oh, like, right, the oh, there 80s you go. or whatever it was. So, that he, you know, it's his dream school. Um, but that's it from the coaching carousel. We've got some transfer portal news. Cade uh, McNamara already commits to Iowa. Made up his mind very quickly. Minor Pac-12 news, Chance <laughs> Nolan in the portal major Pac-12 news, former five-star and absolute beast Justin Flo from the Ducks in the portal. Yep. And uh, here's the list of quarterbacks that have since entered the portal, since last uh, to check-in. Devin Leary, Zach Calzada, Donovan Smith, Brennan Armstrong, just some of the big names. And then the transfer portal merchants, Keaton Slovis and JT Daniels, they're back in it. They're back in it.
1: Yep. That's, um, you know, I I don't know where JT Daniels. I mean, I, I honestly feel like one of those guys ends up at Oregon State. I've just kind of had that hunch. Um We take him. <laughs> I mean Keaton Slovis, I think, makes more sense because JT Daniels, like I don't know if you guys saw, he turned down Oregon State because they couldn't offer him the crazy terms that he wanted. He wanted like, like a pers- personal trainer and like a car, and they just they weren't willing to, to give him that. So Weird. I feel like Slovis makes a lot of sense. Did we say did we say Uyungole already?
0: uh dj i think was last week okay just before the, did you right. say sanders oklahoma state no i forgot to add him but sanders is in too yeah. Yep, another big one
1: and then um dorian singer i mean he's not a quarterback but he was a thousand yard receiver at True. u of a that came out of nowhere True. but i mean i guess it was the the Jaden delora fight that that did him in at the end of the season so crazy stuff man i mean already a thousand guys in the portal that's like 7% of all FBS players, which is just absurd. And then you look at the Pac-12. Wazoo had 16 guys in the portal right now. Oof. And, and they got a bowl game to go play. That's I mean, crazy. that's ridiculous.
2: That is crazy, actually. I did not even realize that. It looks yeah. like the Hawaiians are staying put. Like, Taoli is... Hasn't been the transfer portal. Delora's still at U of A. There were some rumors around Delora for a second really? there. Really?
0: Mm-hmm. I had some rumblings.
2: Gabriel's still at Oklahoma for now. True, true. Um,
1: Real quick, though. ASU, they landed four portal commits today. All of them from Arizona. Really? So they, we already have... ASU already has six transfer portal commits, and they're all from Arizona. What
0: a far cry. Grimly. I know.
1: It's, it's awesome. Uh, one of them was Jacob Conover, the BYU backup. He was a quarterback at chandler when sean Iguano was there also got a running back from cal his name's escaping me right now also a chandler product so we're seeing guys come back to play for their high school coaches and there's there's a big name that is rumored to join asu staff that i'll get into in our next uh segment
0: and brock purdy starting for the niners how about that for arizona awesome (laughs) um but yeah the transfer portal is going crazy we each have our
1: respective teams. Who's
0: who's a guy or maybe a couple guys out there on your wish list right now? All right. Your Christmas yes. list, if you will.
1: Okay, here we go. For Arizona State, um, the number one guy on my wish list right now is Oregon offensive tackle Bram Walden, who's currently in the portal. He's the former number one recruit in the state of Arizona. He went to Saguaro High School, and their head coach is rumored to – uh, join ASU staff after Saguaro plays in the state championship game this weekend, and he is likely going to be the tight ends coach. And with that, he's probably going to bring a ton of Saguaro guys to ASU. So with ASU, the O line needs a lot of help, and and Walden, you know that's that's a big time get if they can get him to play left tackle. And then the other guy's Dorian Singer. I mean, how awesome would that be? <laughs> To get them to come across enemy lines. And that'd be crazy. Can you imagine Dorian Singer, Elijah Badger, and like Jalen Conyers in the same passing attack? That's like, filthy. that's easily a top five uh, wide receiver, tight end, pass catching tandem in, in the conference. So that, and it would be fun to watch all the people in Tucson, you know, get upset about that. But Bram Walden and Dorian Singer, those are my top two wish list guys for ASU.
2: Uh, you know, I would love to have Delora come home. But, I mean, he's already tasted greener pastures. So did Gabriel. You know, what about Chevin Cordero coming back home? You know, I mean, San Jose State, you took a, a year rental. You realize it's not all that glamorous. Just come home. We got a brand new staff. It's all nice over there. Come home. Also, there's like a third-string quarterback at Nevada. His name is uh, A.J. Bianco. He's a former St. Louis hmm. High School Hell. quarterback. Wow. Same high school as Marcus Mariota and Tua. And Delora. Maybe there's something there. We what about don't know. this guy? Is he any good? Oh, that's actually my cousin. That's a, that, <laughs> I'm not of course it is. That, that, course that's, it that's is. my cousin Jonah. I'm not even kidding. That's my cousin too. Let me too. see. Let me see the cousin. <laughs> he is also in the transfer portal. Jonah, Jonah Chong, the oh, Nevada quarterback. It's the Chong. I've
0: heard the Chong. So. Yeah,
2: no. I mean, I would also love for him to come home just for family reasons. And is his mom? And we need
0: a his,
2: okay. So my mom's name is Wendy Chong. Her brother's name is Bradley Chong. And his son is Jonah Chong. Oh, okay, that's so actually, your first so cousin. So it's, it's a real family. That's a it's way, not a wow, that's okay. way
0: mo- less Mickey Mouse than Jimmy Chang. All right, um, Jimmy Ch- <laughs> Tim- <Timmy> Chang. Jimmy <laughs> yeah, Chang. I I him because I made oh. a I made a uh, NCAA 14 player named named Jimmy Chang. So just ignore that. Um, let's talk about. Uh, oh, my my wish list. I yeah. I even touched my wish list. You know, I really think something that could really make this Oregon State offense explode outside of just a quarterback is a quarterback that can move, a quarterback that can scramble. I think if we could somehow, somehow swing for like a Hudson Card or a Spencer Sanders, just swing for the fences, throw all we've got in the NIL thing out there, and I'm going to take a page out of Hayden's book, if we can get Justin Flo. That would be, <laughs> that oh. would be hilarious. That would be awesome. I don't think there's any shot we get him. Devin Leary's a name I like too, though.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, this is a football show, so let's make some football predictions. Why not? We've got the New Year's 6, and then after we do our New Year's 6, uh, throw in a must-watch bowl game or maybe an under-the-radar bowl game. That uh, you're looking at, but let's start with the Orange Bowl, which I'll tell you what the teams this year are taking that a little too literally. We got yeah. Clemson versus Tennessee, the number six and seven teams in the country going at it.
1: Yeah, I think this unfortunately boils down to Tennessee's not going to have Hendon Hooker. Clemson's going to be dang near at full strength with their quarterback of the future and Klubnik. So. I'm going to take the Tigers to win the Orange Bowl.
2: That's that's what I had, too. Both of these teams are completely different without their starting quarterback. Uh, If Tennessee has their guy, they're great. If Clemson has their starter, oh, boy, they're horrible. So thank (laughs) God Uyunglele is in the portal. Come to Hawaii, too. We'll take that. I also got Clemson winning this one uh, for those reasons that Hayden mentioned.
0: Yeah, um, Clemson's going to win this game, sadly. It sucks for Tennessee's season to end like this, but I think they're primed next year for a great run. For Clemson, I mean, Davos just got to look at the season and say, well, crap, like, we could (laughs) have made the playoff if I started the right guy at the start of the season because they wouldn't have had that dud versus Notre Dame at the very least and probably wouldn't have lost Florida State if DJ would have started that game. But he started started DJ the whole season and... uh, TJ still transfers at the end of it all. And it seems like that's what Davo is trying to avoid. Just a confusing situation from Clemson. But uh, let's get to the Sugar Bowl. We've got Alabama versus Kansas State. Bama number five, Kansas State number nine in the country.
1: This game, like many other bowl games, hinges on whether or not the quarterback is going to play. If Bryce Young does not play in this game, watch out for Kansas State. Because without Bryce Young... I just don't trust the Alabama offense. Bill O'Brien has been extremely disappointing as a coordinator this year. Bama's already got, like, I think at least 10 guys in the portal right now. So I don't think you can quite say they're in rudderless ship territory going into this game, but it is not going to be a full-strength Bama team. And for that reason, I'm going to take K-State because this is the game of the century for them. This is their chance to beat Alabama. This is, you know, the reward for winning the big T- uh, twelve championship game. Gimme Kansas State. Um I just think they want it more and they're gonna have they're gonna be the healthier, more stacked team. Hayden hey, to your point,
2: bowl season has significantly, significantly taken a hit. Uh, Not only because of the NFL draft, but also because of this transfer portal. I mean, like we don't even know if guys can field a a team with their starters anymore. This is pretty crazy. I got Kansas State winning this one. I don't think Bryce Young will play. I don't think there's a reason he should, especially with the NFL draft, and he might be a number one pick. Uh, So I'm going to take Kansas State in this one.
0: Yeah, even though Bama's gonna be losing a lot of guys to the to the draft and a lot of opt outs in this game, I'm still gonna ride with Bama okay. just because. Even though Kansas State, I think, he'll be more motivated. Like it's still five star. Jalen Milroe's yeah. gonna come out. It's gonna be his tryout for next year's job, basically. Nick Saban's not gonna take this game off. I mean, I just think back to when Bama lost to Trevor Knight in Oklahoma in that Sugar Bowl, and it felt like Oklahoma dominated, and there were so many opt outs from Bama but it was still only like a seven-point game. I feel mm-hmm. like Bama is just going to get a few plays to go their way. We're going to learn about their team for next year, and we're going to see Bama win this one. Uh, now we have uh, – wait, where did, why don't I have the other bowl games written down here? There's there's six of them, yes? So. Yeah, well, the, the Rose Bowl's is oh, Pac-12, so we'll pick why. that one I'm later. D- Rose Bowl, Cotton Bowl are both Pac-12. Correct, 12. yeah. Okay, I'm just an idiot. So let's go to the <laughs> playoff games. We've got the Peach Bowl. We've got TCU. We've got Michigan.
1: This is an awesome game. I'm I'm so excited for this one. Max Duggan is a dog. I mean, that guy willed his team back into that Big 12 championship game, came up just short, um, but just, just way too much firepower for Michigan. They're just a better team across the board. Yeah. I actually think the Wolverines win this game handily.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of casuals learned who Max Duggan was last weekend, and they they realized that that guy's the man. However, Michigan is on a new level offensively, especially now at the running back position where we know Donovan Edwards can step in there, and they're just as effective. I got Michigan winning this one.
0: Yeah, Michigan last year got into the playoffs and got absolutely curb stomped by Georgia. They're not going to be showing up in this game timid. They know what can happen to them if, that, if that's what they show up and do. I think TCU will compete in this game. I think it's going to be an exciting game. This is a TCU team that never gives up. They're never out of it. Um, they've had several come from behind victories. However, Michigan took what looks like a two-dimensional good season and in the last two weeks just absolutely ripped it open and d- said, hey, Look at this passing game we've got all of a sudden. Look at how good our backup running back is, and uh, they are very scary, scarier than last year's team. Give me Michigan to win the Peach Bowl. Next up, we've got a team limping into the playoff at Ohio State, number four, and then Georgia with their Heisman finalist quarterback, Stetson Bennett.
1: And not Hendon Hooker. <laughs> That's just, just a
0: slap in the face for the ball. Absolutely.
1: Um, even though Ohio State is, is far from being, you know, healthy and even remotely at full strength coming into this game. Um, I still could see a round one upset here. I'm not going to pick it. I like Georgia in this game, Georgia, just the better team again, across the board, uh, except for maybe quarterback. You could, you could argue Ohio state there, obviously CJ Stroud, but yeah, this is going to be a fun game. I do believe Ohio state's going to make it interesting, but I've, I've seen no uh, reason why I should pick against Georgia this season. And I'm not going to do it here.
2: Yeah, a lot of sports commentators talking about how Ohio State's going to come into this game hungry. They felt disrespected. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't matter. You're playing Georgia, who hasn't been stopped all year. And even against a quality team like LSU, had no problems with them. So I don't think they'll have any problem with Ohio State. I think it'll be a Georgia-Michigan semifinal rematch in the championship this year.
0: Yeah, uh, I... I, know, I think Ohio State might come into this game motivated, might come into it fired up, like, oh, it's, get another shot at Michigan, all this stuff. However, Georgia just gets up so well for these big games. They get up so well for them. There's yeah. not been a top 10 matchup this year that they have not gotten up for and absolutely crushed the other team. And so... The second Georgia delivers that first blow, this Ohio State team, and we watched it against Michigan, they are going to crumble. They are going to crumble, and now Ohio State's going to be sitting there at 11-2. and No bowl win, no Rose Bowl win, no Fiesta Bowl win, no conference championship, no win over Michigan, and no playoff, and Ryan Day is going to have some serious questions. He's
1: going to gonna be on the hot seat. I, I genuinely believe if, he will be on the hot if seat. If he
0: loses to Georgia here, and then rinse and repeat, does the same exact thing next year where 11-0, and lose to Michigan, lose in the playoff, He's fired. Yeah. I think he's literally fired, and that's how high the standard is there.
2: Georgia performs so well in the stadium, too. I mean, look what they did to Oregon in the stadium. This is their yeah. second home.
0: Yeah. Well, it literally is in Atlanta. So Exactly. Um, but the national championship, you've set it up. Who wins it?
1: I, I can't go against Georgia. I think Georgia is just levels ahead of even Michigan. Um, I like the Bulldogs. I think it'll be a close game, but Georgia. I'm gonna take some fluky stuff. I'm gonna go Michigan. Wow. wow. Let yeah. me guess. Uh, Roman
0: Wilson. Yeah. MVP. Th- of the that's Champions gonna be League the game. difference in the game. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give Georgia. I mean, Georgia, man, they've just look so unstoppable this year. And every time I've wanted them to look vulnerable, like in those games against lesser opponents, I'll be like, aha. But then the second they play somebody legit, their whole team gets up and they just curb stomp yeah. them, and it's like, okay, we're looking at the second coming of Alabama right now. We are witnessing the start of a dynasty. And even even if something weird happens and Georgia loses in this, we, they're going to be right back next yeah. year, it feels like. So give me Georgia to win the Natty. Must watch bowl game. Which one do you have circled on the calendar? Everyone's got to see it.
1: All right. I'm going to go with the Dukes-Mayo Bowl. Yo! NC State versus Maryland. I might be at okay. that game. Okay. I might be at that game. So we shall see. Um... It's going to be a well-attended game. Obviously, NC State, yeah. the in-state school, it's in Charlotte, uh, and then Maryland is close by. You know, the I'm sure the Tunga vailoa clan will will show up for the game as well. <laughs> um, I actually think that's going to be a really fun game, even though NC State is obviously going to be without you know Devin Leary, and I'm sure we're going to see a ton of opt outs. But still, Maryland has a sneaky good offense. Yeah, and after they got shut out by Penn State. They put up, I think, 30 30 points in their last two games and I think maybe even 40 in their last game. So they're scoring at a high clip. And then NC State's defense is is legit. They were the number one defense in the ACC this year. So I'm going to give edge to the Terps in this game. I like Maryland to win, um, but I think this is going to be a really fun game.
2: I'm going with the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl between Ooh. South Carolina and Notre Dame. Yep. that yep. just feels like such a lit game. Not only because Marcus Freeman is going to be on the sideline for Notre Dame, but because South Carolina <laughs> ended the season like on fire. I mean, these guys look like they could have beaten Georgia if they yeah. played them last week. Yeah, um, I think you know they will come into this game hot. I think Rattler will look very good in this game. Uh, just hopefully they didn't peak. Two weeks ago, and the holiday spirit just kind of like winds them down, and then they lose <laughs> to Notre Dame.
0: Yeah, uh, must watch bowl game in 2020. We got Mormons versus Moats. Back in the 90s, we got Catholics versus Convicts. Now what? in bowl season, we, we get Mormons versus Methodists. SMU BYU in the New Mexico wow. Bowl. I mean, that's just must watch TV. <laughs> Whoever, <laughs> shout out to New Mexico. Like they they did it right. Um, it's just just beautiful stuff. Another bowl I'll shout out, Cincy versus Louisville, man. That is so lit. Cincy just stole Louisville's <laughs> coach. It's all, or Louisville just stole Cincy's coach. It's already a rivalry game. Yep. Or, I guess, sorry. Cincy stole Louisville's coach. Yeah, whatever. But it's also, another fun fact, it's in the Fenway Bowl, which is at Fenway Park, and the stadium is orientated weird. Both teams are on the same sideline. Oh, they're how gonna about fight. that? Minus 6,000 brawl. Like, oh, my <laughs> like, God. When is this game? Um, I'm not quite sure. I'll find it. All right, Colt's gonna find it. Um, While well, you're finding it, Colt, it's literally next Saturday. <laughs> it's wow. so recent. It's gonna be so Saturday,
2: fun. December 17th.
0: Yep, same same, oh same my... day as the Oregon State Florida game. Anyways, Colt, go ahead and slap on those headphones.
2: Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: <laughs> I'm good. All right. Oh, there we go. Oh! Welcome back. Welcome back. Sorry to you viewers in the live the wonderful Christmas music playing Uh, but it's time for questions 3 and 4 the Christmas quiz, you guys both 0 for 2 so far, let's see who can rebound, first question there is one bowl game on Christmas Eve this year who plays in that football game is it A, New Mexico State Bowling Green, B, San Diego State Middle Tennessee, C, Georgia Southern Buffalo, or D Kansas, Arkansas
2: I have the answer, me too
0: All right. Three, two, one. The B. Hawaii
2: Bowl between San Diego State and Middle Tennessee State.
0: And you're both correct. Very good. You're well-versed in the Hawaii knowledge. Good on Hayden getting that because that was basically an automatic Colt W.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so you guys are both, you both got one point. <laughs> uh, don't worry. I'm, I'm sure nobody heard that. Um, your, your mother got it wrong, by the way, Colt. Um, here we go. <laughs> Question number four. In the movie Elf, (laughs) have you guys seen the movie Elf? Yes. Colt? Have I seen the movie? I have never seen the movie Elf. Colt's at a disadvantage. So we had one advantage, Colt. This one's going to be advantage, Hayden. In the movie Elf, the first rule in the Code of the Elves is treat every day blank. Is it treat every day A, with joy, B, like Christmas, C, like a candy cane, or D, like it's your last?
2: What was the first one?
0: With joy. (laughs) Okay.
1: I got my answer. I got mine too. All
0: right. Three, two, one. Candy Treat cane. Treat
1: every day like Christmas.
0: And that is correct, Hayden. An <laughs> absolute banger. Hayden gets it. He's got two points. Cold's still at one. Oh, Cold, that's just a tough one. Did you say like a candy cane?
1: Yeah, yeah. You never know. <laughs> the candy cane is is on the the elf food chain. It's like uh, second to syrup. It is. Yeah. Like, you,
0: it's like I stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corn,
1: and syrup. syrup.
0: Anyways, Colt, <laughs> let's go to your corner for some La <laughs> Cacayas.
2: All right. So my record so far this year, 23, 23, and two pushes. So I guess it's technically under 500. You might as well have not bet the whole year. But yeah. <laughs> I, I, you're Correct. I've made zero money. But I've also lost nothing. Navy. An Army play this weekend, Hayden. All right. It's a very historic rivalry. Yes. like We
0: should have just done the Army-Navy special.
2: True. It might be bigger, arguably bigger, than Bama-Auburn, Michigan-Ohio State. Wow. But there's one thing that's very consistent about this rivalry. The under hits every single time. For 16 straight years, the under has hit in this game. And this year, the under is going to be, the line is 33 and a half. I'm hammering the under... I'm lucky taking the offense Yeah. Okay, it's going to be 17 straight years. Also, there's a Hawaiian involved. There's also a little bit of Hawaiian involved in the Army side. But there's a more prominent Hawaiian on Navy. His name is Ken Matalolo. He's yep. the head coach on Navy, hammering them, minus one and a half. But that doesn't matter, Hayden. It always matters about the lesson. Oh. Okay? True. The lesson this week comes from Vince Lombardi. All right. If winning isn't everything... And why do they keep score? Wow. Wow.
0: Once again, beautifully put. Thank you, Colt. The La is get more philosophical every week. <laughs> yes. uh, let's go to the Pac-12 newsletter where we've got two exciting pieces of news. What? Um, three, actually. First, the Pac-12 all-conference teams were announced. Um, Shout-out X-Validae uh, making second team. Uh, Shout out. Was there a home? Darius Moussao, baby. There he was. Darius Moussao made second team all defense, so shout out to those guys. Now I got to plug some more to say, guys. Jack Coletto won the Paul Horning Award for the most versatile player in America. Uh, Previous award winners, Devonta Smith, Saquon Barkley, Rondell Moore, Christian McCaffrey, Jabril Peppers. That's some good company company Uh, for Jack Coletto.
2: I think Coletto got snubbed from New York that guy should. <laughs> that guy should be a Heisman Trophy contender. Hey, you know what? I could complain about
0: that, but I'll take the uh, I'll take the Paul Horning Award. All right. But uh, <laughs> other other news. Literally yesterday, Mike Haas, Oregon State legend, officially inducted in the College oh, Football yes. Hall of Fame. He was inducted with uh, who was the Colorado Rashan Salam, the Colorado running back who okay. won a Heisman, and then also Andrew Luck was inducted in the College Football Hall of Fame. Nice. So three Pac-12 guys getting inducted.
1: How about the Co-Coach of the Year award? Do you guys see that?
0: Yeah, Smith and DeBoer. Yeah, I, I think that's about that.
1: Jonathan Smith and Jigba. Shout Gen- out not giving it to Lincoln Riley. That's hilarious.
0: Yes, that uh, you love to see that. I mean, it was a great day for Oregon State. Those, those all. Uh, yeah, all
1: and nine All-Americans, most in the conference too. What's crazy? That really? Yeah. Huh. Is when we see DTR and Cam Rising on
2: honorable mention like that it the, feels dirty it feels doesn't dirty doesn't feel right, exactly. right.
0: and Nick's even Nick's was a Heisman contender oh, at a certain right. point this year he did
2: get hurt late but
0: just yeah it's weird but we got some Pac-12 bowl games okay. this year guys we've got 7 of them as we it was long foreshadowed by the number of teams that it looked like were going to make bowl games but first <clears> up <throat> we go to LA we got Washington State playing against the dreaded Mountain West yeah. champion Fresno State
1: this is one of the two bowl games where it's just an uphill battle for the Pac-12 Yes. every time. I'm actually going to go with Wazoo in this game. What? I like Wazoo, even though they've got 16 guys in the portal and ASU just took their defensive coordinator. And they lost to Central Michigan last and, year. And ball. they yeah. lost to Central Michigan. I just feel like they're a much better team than Fresno State. I I don't know what it is. I know Fresno just went on the road and, and beat up Boise in their home, but... I like Washington State in this game for no other reason. Oh, you know what? Nakia Watson. That's that's the name was escaping me. There we go. The Nakia Watson, I think, is going to go crazy. Fresno State's going to have a tough time stopping him, And I think their their defense is going to do uh, just enough to get it done.
0: Nakia Watson had Wheaties earlier this year. So yes, he did. Perfect,
2: perfect reason to pick him. Fresno State is going to blow out Wazoo. This team is completely <laughs> different with Jay Kaner. I mean, we've seen this every single week since he's been back. And last week against Boise, the toughest Competitor in the conference, he did it again. This team is amazing, and I think they're gonna go off. It's too bad that this is the pinnacle, though, of winning the Mountain West Championship. Like, oh, you get to play the sixth
1: best team in the Mountain West. They should, the they should Seven. put this game. <laughs> seventh, think, yeah. Yeah, they should, they should switch this with like the Sun Bowl. I think. Mean, yeah. So have. appropriate. Yeah, have have Fresno State play UCLA. UCLA. That's more of a reward.
0: Yep. Uh, they played them last year. They beat them. Uh, I think Fresno State, uh, Mountain West was very weak this year, so Fresno State looks a little bit better than they actually are. However, their game earlier in the year when they were at full strength against Oregon State came down to the last play, like, a terrifying game. I think Fresno State, with the lack of opt-outs for this game, coupled with the fact that it's in L.A., it's going to be virtually a home game for Fresno State, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Um, just give me Fresno State the slight edge. I think uh, I can see Washington State losing this one like 35-31. Next. Oregon State, number 14 in the country versus Florida. Viva Las Vegas.
1: Is Florida 6-6? Yes. This is a complete mismatch. And Anthony Richardson will not be playing in this game. That is correct. For Florida.
0: (laughs) Oregon State is favored by 10 in this game.
1: Yeah. I mean, take Oregon State to cover that. Um, The Beavs are going to be locked and loaded, ready to go. Ben Gilbranson's the quarterback. Um, huge opportunity for them to to beat an SEC team in a really solid bowl game. This is a good bowl game that gets good exposure. So I think this is going to be a great spot for the Pac-12. Oregon State is going to pound Florida in this game. Give me the beeves
2: Yeah, Oregon State's going to have all the dogs playing, and for Florida, they're going to just all be in the portal or going to the draft. Yeah, the team's going to be unrecognizable. I think uh, a week from now. Give me Oregon State. Yeah, I really like
0: this matchup for the Beebs, and I'm actually really satisfied with our bowl selection. I'd rather be here than in the Sun Bowl playing Pitt or in the, the Holiday Bowl playing North Carolina. The only game I would have probably taken over this would have been, like, Alma Bowl versus Texas. That mm-hmm. would have been awesome, um, as a Texas fan as well. But uh, I really like the matchup. Florida has a lot of opt-outs. kind of sucks. I wish I could have seen Richardson go up against the Oregon State defense. That would have been a duel. Um, but yeah, give me the Beavs. There's no reason the Beavs don't win this game. They're favored by 10 and a half now. I just checked. Second largest spread in a Pac-12 bowl game this year. Um, hey, put a cherry on top, win 10 games. That would be a phenomenal season. Um, what if you lose? If we lose, it's... Yeah. The SEC is just that much better than us. We're 9-4, and four, still, a,
2: still a good season, but... Oh, we were that close yeah. to a 10-win year. What are we doing, boy? You see, I feel like it means more for Oregon State. It I, does. I don't think there's a Florida fan halfway across the country right now going, we got to beat Oregon State. Like, they don't care. They don't even want to be there.
0: I, you know, I, I'd I, counter that and say Florida fans are still engaged in the season. They're saying, oh, come on, we own the Pac-12. We beat Utah this year. We better not lose to a darn Pac-12 team. I think they'll be tuned in. I don't,
2: you know. Eh, their
1: quarterback's not going to be there. Yeah, that's true. I will say this. This is low-key a must-win bowl game for the Pac-12. There you you cannot have yes, that your 9-3 and 3 team go out and lose to a 6-6 and 6 by SEC and team in Pac-12 territory. Yeah. You just can't have it.
0: It would be bad, really bad. Um, but next up, this is the largest spread of any Pac-12 bowl game. Oregon, number 15 in the country versus North Carolina in the Holiday Bowl. Oregon's favored by
1: 13. <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that spread. I mean, Oregon going to be without Kenny Dillingham. Uh, yeah. Obviously, he's he's at ASU now. North Carolina is going to have Drake May in the bowl game, so that's a huge deal. Electric. Um, yeah, I just think the Ducks are Ducks are too good. Even though I think North Carolina covers, I like I like Oregon in this game.
2: I think it's going to be such a fun game. Give me Oregon in this one. I think Bo Nicks is just so lit. Yeah. I, I'm very happy that Drake May is coming back for another year with North Carolina. They're building something really cool uh, over there with Mac Brown. But give me Oregon.
0: Yeah, essentially the last time we saw a healthy Bo Nix on, uh, on the national stage, it was against UCLA, and he absolutely torched them. Oregon, I remember, scored on every drive, I think, yep. except for when the half hit. Um, so give me Oregon over North Carolina. I do think Drake Mayo makes some plays against that Oregon defense, but the ACC was so bad this year. I have no reason to think North Carolina is just going to blow us away with, with how they play against Oregon. Um, and this is a good Ducks team when they're healthy, so give me the Ducks. Next up, number twenty Texas versus number twelve Washington in the Alamo Bowl. Yeah,
1: this is the second cursed bowl game for the Pac-12. The Pac-12 has lost three straight Alamo bowls, and they've lost six of the last seven. Wow! It it's been bad. The last time a Pac-12 team nice. won the Alamo Bowl was when an I want to say a nine and three Washington State beat a six and six. Iowa State team in in 2018 by like two points. (laughs) So I think the reason for that is, A, this takes place deep in Big 12 territory and the Big 12 fans travel. So it's always a a huge disadvantage for the Pac-12 teams in that regard. And usually the team who plays in this game either lost the Pac-12 championship game and are are disappointed about that, or they just missed out Mm -hmm. on a New Year's six bid. And that is the case with Washington who looked like they were going to have a prime opportunity to play in the Rose Bowl. Utah screwed it up for them. Texas is the home team. Give me the Longhorns. Um, Washington, of course, they're the better team. But it's just one of those weird things uh, where, you know, this is going to be a definitely a home game for Texas. Might be sold out. Uh, hook them.
2: To me, everything points to Washington winning this game. I mean, they're probably pissed off that they didn't make the Rose Bowl. Uh Phoenix is not even – he didn't even finish uh, top one or two in the Pac-12 quarterbacks, right? No, he did Well, actually – No, he was second team. Was he second did, team? He was second yeah. team? Okay. Well, but anyway, I, I think they're hungrier. He's coming back next year, but hook them horns, baby. I can't go against Texas. my favorite team in the whole world. Give me Texas. Our followers are going to murder us because I also have
0: Texas. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that goes. Give me, give me Texas. Hook them horns. Next up, we have the Sun Bowl pit versus UCLA.
1: This game just doesn't excite me. Uh, good chance neither of the quarterbacks play. Slow. I mean, Slovis is gone. What about so- Phil Dracovic? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he's not there yet. Um, and then DTR, what are the odds he plays? I- I'm going to say probably not.
0: This game could be.
1: It's just going to be weird. I'm still going to take UCLA because I think, um, I know I've been saying this the whole time, but across the board, I think they're, the better team they have the better offense even without dtr they have the better defense give me the bruins here
2: i think chip kelly's the better coach i got ucla in this one is Behan robinson a senior though
1: i think he's, so he's gone i think he's, he's a junior senior he's oh, he's going to so be he draft. probably won't play no bowl game. unlikely
0: he could. Uh, he could uh pitt versus ucla the pac-12 always loses at least one really weird one sometimes multiple I'm going to pick Pitt. I just think Pat Narduzzi plays a very physical style, and even though this Pitt team hasn't shown a pulse all year, I could see them just getting up, getting physical with UCLA, Charbonnet not being able to run, and then Pitt staying in the game late and winning it. So give me give me Pittsburgh. Why not? Let's go 16-2 lane versus number 10 USC. It's the Cotton Bowl.
1: Yeah. No Williams, no W for USC. And even if Williams is healthy, give me Tulane here. I mean, for USC, they just spent millions of dollars constructing this roster. They made Lincoln Riley one of the highest paid coaches in the sport. And what do they get? They get Tulane in a bowl game. I know Tulane's really good, but there's no way USC fans are are getting up for this game right now, even though it is a New Year's Six game. And I'm going to say the players, too. They came here trying to – or came to USC trying to play for a national championship, and they get to play Tulane in a bowl game. And then Ooh. on the other side <laughs> – Tulane gets to play Lincoln Riley and USC, and I just think the Green Wave are going to be so up for this game. That defense is going to be, the Tulane defense is going to give USC offense, USC's offense some fits. Um, And, of course, Tulane's offense is more than capable. So give me Tulane. I initially had USC circled here, but you know what? USC's
2: down bad right now. If Williams does play in this game, he better not paint his nails with anything on there because that's a bad omen.
1: It says F Wally on it.
2: Yeah, he better not be saying that. Tulane's already beaten TCU this year. I think they can do it. I mean, Kansas State this year. I think they can pull off another big-time win against USC. Give me Tulane. Give me the group of five. I wish Hawaii would have beaten Georgia. Wait a minute, wait a minute.
0: (laughs) We have a a New Year's 6 game where we get to pick our mascot. The, I mean, basically the blue wave. Give me Tulane. True. Give me Tulane. Take our wave. Make it a shade darker. Or light. I don't like know. a green wave. Darker. Know, color darker. Yeah. And it's the green wave. Give there me Tulane. Go. It's an e- no-brainer. Number 11 Penn State versus number 9 Utah in the Rose Bowl.
1: This is an awesome spot for the Utes. Awesome Uta- game. Awesome game. Kyle Whittingham is usually just nails in bowl games. The last couple years kind of slacked off a little bit. Great games still. But uh, Penn State, they're obviously very good, um, but I just I see Cam Rising and and those Utah tight ends giving Penn State some fits, and I don't think they're going to be able to stop Utah. I think the Utes get the redemption win in the Rose Bowl. This is going to be, you know, just the pinnacle of the Kyle Whittingham era, and I. I kind of see Kyle Whittingham riding off into the sunset after this with a Rose Bowl win. Wow. He could, he could.
2: You know what we were talking about how South Carolina was the hottest team to end the regular season, Well, Utah Again. is the hottest Again. team to like end the, the conference championship week. That was pretty damn impressive what they pulled off last weekend. Yep. Um, I think they're going to be hungry for this one. I think Utah's going to win this, but Penn State might be like, damn, we should have won it against USC like five years ago, um, but give me Utah.
0: Yeah, uh, give me Utah. Why not? We've been pretty similar on a lot of our picks today. But I I just don't see any reason why Utah can't win this one. Penn State hasn't beat a good team yet this year. So until they do that, there's no reason for me to pick them.
2: But they have better losses, so that must be.
1: Oh, Uh, better
0: losses. But hey, Utah has one more loss and is ranked above them. So that's kudos to the Pac-12 for that. Getting two New Year's Six Bowls, that's nothing to shake your head at. Um, We could do our season grades here. We have approximately 11
1: minutes left. I mean, yeah. what are the odds the show behind us comes?
0: True. Uh, let's well, let let's me say do well. them. Let's do them relatively quickly. Rapid. Fire. I can just rip them. But let's let's rip them. All right. So uh, season grades for teams that missed a bowl game. Let's start with the Arizona Wildcats. B plus. I'm gonna go A. Wow. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say B minus. Offensive turnaround was impressive. Defense was the same. as last
2: I time. mean, you had an ASU. Almost alum rooting for U of A because they got a Hawaiian. That's pretty damn A worthy to me. <laughs> B plus?
1: B plus.
0: All right. Uh next up we have Arizona State.
1: D. I'm
0: gonna go C plus. I also threw it a D. Lost your coach. Horrific loss this year. Lost the
2: territorial cup. Only reason it's not an F?
1: Washington. But
2: Washington. you promoted a Hawaiian C plus.
1: Alright. All right. Ohana.
2: <laughs> so Colorado Buffaloes.
1: F.
0: F. Uh F. Horrible. Horrible season. <laughs> Coach Prime coming. Thank God for them. Um,
2: California F. That is an F minus. That's really bad. F
0: minus. I said D minus because they beat Arizona, and they showed off some young talent, and then they got the X.
2: Hey, they got the X. No, the thing with Cal. You won, know what? <laughs> yeah, they we did. Thought, win the we X. thought it was a COVID excuse that they were bad last year. No, they're just actually
0: bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And the Stanford Cardinal.
2: F minus minus. <sighs> That's an F, man. That's sad.
0: You know, <laughs> they lost their mascot
2: halfway through the season. And their coach.
0: <laughs> that's true. I, maybe I should give them an F for that. How about an F plus? They beat Notre Dame. Some points for the rivalry. True. <laughs> How about that? Okay. Um, but that's it for, for that. We've got Fact or Fiction, and then we're going to finish off the Christmas quiz. we got two more questions. Hayden leads it 2-1. Colton needs a miraculous comeback. Oh. Um, Fact or Fiction, we do not need a four-hour show for the final college ball playoff rankings.
1: Fat, uh, fiction. A fact. What (laughs) what was I saying? Fact. Oh, my gosh. Fact.
2: We also don't need 30 minutes of talking before we get to the rankings.
0: Yes. Yeah, what are we doing? What are we doing? Yes, I feel the same way. Fact or fiction, um, this was a good season for the Pac-12.
2: Fact. One of the best since 2014. Fact. Mm -hmm.
0: How about that? Fact or fiction, records do not matter in the Army-Navy game.
2: Fact. Fact. They could both be offers as long as you beat that one team boom hell of a season
0: bang Factor fiction Todd Graham is on the naughty list
2: yeah uh,
1: sure <laughs> yeah he upset a lot he's gonna be on the naughty list two years in a row man watch <laughs> him get the North Texas job I could see that that'd be hilarious if he gets back into it
0: um, factor fiction ham is the quintessential Christmas dish when you think of a Christmas
1: you know dish uh, I mean I'm gonna say fiction. I think Christmas, you know, you, there's a lot of different things. You could go prime rib, you could go turkey, wow. ham. It's you, you mix and match What When Christmas. I think Christmas, I think uh, fried rice. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, all right, cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fact or fiction, writing Christmas letters to Santa is an underrated Christmas activity.
1: That's fact. Absolutely. Yeah. How, how else is Santa going to know what you want? True. True. You have to do it. It's True. a necessity. I wanted a snowmaker
2: when I was like... I wrote that down I, I did not get the snowmaker like wow, dear really? Santa please bring snow to Hawaii
1: and then he didn't bring it and that's when Colt stopped and then the volcano Santa.
2: started erupting It's like that's not what I asked for <laughs> <laughs> all right fact or
0: fiction eggnog is the best Christmas beverage
2: hmm.
1: yes yeah, I think mean, it's really good I'm gonna say fact because w- what other Christmas beverage hot
2: chocolate I'm gonna go fact, cause I'm gonna like, go eggnog.
1: There's like a just a little bit wow. in our fridge right
2: now. I I'm
0: was go yeah. not expecting that that mm-hmm. result. Um, let's go eggnog. Fact or fiction?
2: College football should have bowls on Christmas again. I
1: agree. Sure. Why not?
2: The day's getting kind of crowded though now because the, you know the NBA typically has their thing on Christmas, but yeah. not like the NFL has something on Christmas. Just just getting a little congested. You know what? Let's remove everything. Let's do the playoff on Christmas too.
0: Oh, bro. bro. Fact or fiction, Elf is the best Christmas movie. Never seen it. Never it's seen
1: up it. there, man. It's a top three. I mean, I go back and forth between that and Christmas Vacation. Mm. Those are my top two. I'm going to say Slight Edge to Christmas Vacation, um, but Elf is Elf is right there. I don't know. Right?
2: That, that Barney Christmas in 2004 went really hard. Uh, Cole, your mother has apologized for her shortcomings.
0: Or for Santa's shortcomings, I should say. Oh. In the snow. Fact or fiction, real trees are better than fake Christmas trees.
2: 100% fact.
1: I mean, I have no dog in this fight. I'm allergic to Christmas oh, trees. Oh, yep, yep. That's so soft. So for you, right. it would be fiction. Yeah. And that's soft. I'm uh, sorry, guys.
0: Fact or fiction, you should leave carrots out with the cookies for Santa for the reindeer.
2: Hmm. I mean, we're leaving <laughs> vegetables out. I mean, it doesn't feel right. I've never done that.
1: Have you ever made reindeer food? You put, like, glitter in there and, it's like... The
2: same. the same. Yeah,
1: it's, wh- why not? If you're feeling frisky, um, leave something frisky? for the reindeer. Whoa. Yeah, why not? Why not?
0: <laughs> All right. That's it. Me feeling frisky <laughs> for the Santa Claus? Cole, you better slap on those headphones. You're going to miss the best part of the show. And uh, welcome back to the, oh! the Christmas quiz. It is the final two questions. Remember to play along at home, guys. Oh, boy. Um, and, and type in the chat, are you beating Colt and Hayden so far? Uh, Hayden has two, Colt has one. Here we go. What is the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time? Is it A, a Christmas story, B, Elf, C, Die Hard, or D, Home Alone? Die Hard? I've actually never <laughs> seen Die Hard, but Die Hard? There's a debate over whether or not that is a Christmas movie.
1: OK. All right, let's let's do it. All right, you guys
2: ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Elf A, Christmas Story.
0: And you guys miss again. It is D, Home Alone. Wow, Wow. was the
2: highest grossing. You know, if you would have said it, I would have went with it. I would have went with Polar Express.
1: Really? That was my that I was was thinking thinking that one too the whole
2: time. Really? It's got to be Polar Express.
1: That's another top three. It's Home
0: Alone. Although some might argue that's not a Christmas movie either. So. (laughs)
1: It's <laughs> definitely a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> is this, is this a
0: dude. <laughs> but you know, if you're like a Christmas purist, like the 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 holiday of Christmas isn't like the main focus of Home Alone. It's this kid trying
1: to. That's true. Stop the. It's robbers. like a. It's Polar like. Polar
0: Express. Christmas is the main right. shebang. You it's know? like yeah. Alvin
1: and the Chipmunks.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. is
1: Christmas is going on, but is the movie about Christmas? It's
0: like Die Hard. Christmas is happening during Die Hard. That's the, it's the same debate. Right. So uh, mm. here we go. Hayden's up three one. Colt is in a, in a. Huge hole here. He, he is struggling.
2: Well, you got that one? No, I didn't. Oh,
0: wait. Oh. I was going to let two, it slide, though. Two one. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> you mean to let it slide? Hey, if there wasn't a little rigging, it wouldn't be a game show on here. Um, Fact. Next up, the Anglo Saxons.
1: Huh? Oh, boy.
0: Ancient civilization. Uh, they referred to Christmas <laughs> as what back in the day? Is it A, Christmas, B, Midwinter, C, Winter Feast, or D, Noel? <laughs> The Anglo-Saxons? Yep. The, the Anglo-Saxons. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> All right, let's hear it.
0: <laughs> you guys ready? Let's do it.
1: Yeah. All right, three, two, one. Noel. Noel.
0: And that's incorrect. What? Was it winter feast? It was midwinter.
1: Really? It was midwinter. It
0: would have been hilarious if it was just Christmas. No. <laughs> that would have been, that been pretty, out of pocket. That would have been an absolute some trickery. But no, it was midwinter. You guys both kind of sold. Um, Dang. We do have the spelling game. Hayden, did you prepare a name? I did for, prepare for a name.
1: Here? All right, let's do it. Rapid fire.
0: This is the only one because I didn't prepare a name. I was All too, right. too occupied with the quiz.
2: The final spelling game of the year. Hold you me. should
1: do You should do Jared Reyes. That should be your name. How do you spell True. that? that was the, spell Jared Reyes.
2: J-A-R-E-D. No. <laughs> Incorrect. J-A-R-R-E-D. And the yeah. last name?
1: R-E-Y-E-S. All right, there you go. Cool. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Oregon defensive back Marco... Vidoczkovich. Oh boy. Marco. M. Yep. A. Yep. R. Yep. C. No.
2: It's a K. It's got to be a K. M.
1: Yep. A R K. Yes. O. There you go. Vidoczkovich. Okay, well. <laughs> v. <laughs> yep. I. Yes. D. Yes. Say the name one more time. Vidoczkovich. V I D O? No. Ah. Vidoczkovich. V I D A. C-K-O-V-I-C, Vidochkovich. Oh, god! Another embarrassing yep. performance from Cole. Let's
0: let Michael Scott take us to our outro, and then we're going to go over the bonus question, see if you guys can get it. All right. The tiebreaker, if you want. <sighs> All
1: I can do right but now is no tie. No, but it's still so out fun. there and be their leader. Wait, that mean, right.
2: no, that means it's all or nothing, then. If okay. I get it, I We win. are
1: screwed. No. All right. Oh,
0: wait. If I get a word tie. It's not. Yes. Okay. If you can get this, we'll call it a tie, which is horrific because no, no to, We'll come
2: up with another question. Okay.
0: Here we go. And play along in the chat, guys. Three of Santa. Oh, wait. Someone in the chat's beating you. No, I'm just kidding. What? Um, I'm kidding. <laughs> three of Santa's reindeer start with the letter D. Can you name them? We're going to have you guys write them down so you can keep yourselves honest or type them down or whatever. And then uh, I'll ask which three names you have. Can you name the three of Santa's reindeer that start with the letter D? See,
2: there's Olive. The letter. Wait, D. we're just
1: writing down the ones with D. Yep. Okay.
0: Can you? I've
1: name? got my answer.
0: What is Colt saying? Did I just hear him say Olive? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the
2: Olive, the other
0: reindeer. Oh my goodness. Let me know when you guys are ready. I'm ready. Colt's struggling. This one. This one could be a landslide win for Hayden. Colt could absolutely sell here. <laughs> Colt, we, we don't have much time. Actually, the show behind got, us isn't uh, here, so we actually have way
2: okay. too much time. Um, I got like two of the names. I'm really struggling with the third. There's three D's.
1: <laughs> DJ uncle <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, Hayden might not have all three either, so you could just ride with
2: two. But I mean, you Bro as- sounded so confident though.
1: I yeah.
2: You might as I'm well go on third down. You've got to do something. something. I mean, got I have some words down. I don't know <laughs> if they're. I don't know if they're. If eight, they're seven, six,
0: five, Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. one. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. Yes. We'll start with Colt. Colt, what are your three names?
2: I got Dasher. Okay. Dancer. Hmm. And either one of Donny, Dammit, or Prancer.
1: <laughs> oh
0: no. Okay, Hayden, who did you have?
1: Dasher, Dancer, Donner.
0: And that's correct. It was oh Donner's. no! Colt was so close. He said Donnie. Bro, you know what's crazy?
2: <laughs> I didn't even think of Donner. All I was thinking of was just our buddy Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he has a D last name.
0: And I look in the chat. We got um, my pit pack. Got it right with. Or they said dinner, but auto corrected to dinner. So they got Donner. That's my auntie. Madeline. Real auntie. Madeline got two out of three, and then uh, they they call me Mr. Brun. Got it wrong. He said Donder. So. Off. No no. not Makas in the chat though. How about that? The whole audience. Right. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. We, we, you know, why, why doesn't everybody give a nice holiday, you know, outro as we start to, huh? you know, go into the holiday season? Not farewell. Holiday farewell. We'll go around the. A week.
1: Holiday farewell. Colt, you want to fire fire it up? What do I farewell? What do you? What do we do? Like. Uh, just Merry just,
0: Christmas. Just... Happy New Year. Oh. Yeah. Merry oh. Christmas. <laughs> 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 like a tribute? No. Like anything.
2: <laughs> Right. So, not that hard,
0: Cole. This is a very joyful interaction. Happy
2: New Year is uh, how
1: makahiki ho. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, knew nice. that one, I knew that would resonate. All right.
1: I don't, I don't have any special uh, Christmas farewells, but uh, Merry Christmas to you guys. Safe travels back home. Um, Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year to all the viewers. Um, yeah. That's oh, all that's I got. That's what
2: we're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. more or less. <laughs>
1: yeah, And uh, hopefully Kenny Dillingham can uh, cash in on one of my two transfer portal wish list guys yes or both
0: and the the portal window is only 45 days in this start of the season so it doesn't open again until after spring oh is there no a...
1: okay no you. we're chilling thank goodness anyways we got a little time here
0: or
2: we can do this for another hour
0: if we, we could we could do it for another two hours probably anyways uh merry christmas to everyone merry christmas to all those in the chat mele Maka for those in hawaii ohana oh, means <laughs> family um family. <laughs> see you guys in the new year
1: yeah. I'm so excited. Let's do it, boys. Congratulations on graduating, too, guys. Woo, That's go. big news.
0: There we go. And with that, we don't wave goodbye. I'm Tyler Rudge.
1: I'm Hayden Weber. And I'm Colt Amadova. And with that, we wave
0: goodbye.
2: Going to come back to the near side pick six. let Let's see that come out the way. Jones. Make it to Hunter. Loft it towards the end zone.